You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Darkness. Nightmares. Podcast. Hi. Welcome to Not Another Origin Story. Uh, we're doing a pretty intense film tonight, and I don't want to... I, I don't want to just joke around too much, because this is, this is a serious and accurate portrayal of schizophrenia, devil worship, uh, and loss. So I don't want to um, open with some cartoonish bit i don't want to you know have this intro filled with satire when we have such <clears throat> serious serious issue okay i'm just kidding there's a woman that gets inflated to just just boobs and butt i don't know it's uh she just not serious t and a only. she's t and a yeah she's inflated she's inflated and then also she's like covered in like jello uh we can only hope it was some sort of jello so there's a shower scene that was sex. It's the whole thing. Uh, anyway, the, the point is, we did Faust, Love of the Damned, a, uh, sorry, <laughs> gotta get this right, 2000 American English language Spanish superhero horror film, <clears throat> yep, uh, by the guy that did Reanimator. And when I saw this trailer with Pogues, I knew exactly who uh, we needed to get. So we got him. That's right, Pogues. We got him. Our guest, uh, podcast all-star, Michael Hayes. Dreams are but gods inside my butthole. Oh my god, uh, I was wrong. It's the scriptwriter of Faust, Love of the Damned. Hello, guys. I'm the scriptwriter. I love oh, this no, comic I don't like, book I, a lot, so I wrote this movie. I don't like that at all. I hope no, you like I, the art. You know what? Pogues, I need you to moderate. Moderate. I need Mike. We're going to need you to come back to just being Mike. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, it's body horror. That's just, just like the film we that, watched. That scene that, that where that woman turned into just tits and ass is pretty cool. I, I, I couldn't so long. <laughs> I could not get past uh, like a ten second bit before just having to just mention it as if it was vomit rising up to my to, to my mouth. I had to I had to announce it to the audience. Um, but we'll try and add some context to it if possible. There's no need. No, I don't think there is. The pile movie, of tit and ass? Yeah, that's all you need. What what context <laughs> is going to make it better or worse? Uh, I mean, it's it the, can't get the better. fact that Screaming Mad George uh, was the special effects guy on this might add some context yes. to those who know what that means. I mean, I feel like when your professional name that you're listed on IMDb is, <laughs> is that, then I think people know what they're going to get. I Crazy, wacky, so. fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to describe this movie in general, I think. Uh, it's extremely challenging. It's 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 basically someone said, what if I wrote a comic that was if Wolverine fucked Spawn and then the baby was this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's somewhat accurate. And there's more angst than Wolverine pining after Jean Grey. Yes, yeah, somehow there is. Also, also there's a weird uh, child rape subplot, which I felt disturbed uh-huh. by for most of the film well, there was a harley quinn they got a harley quinn yeah and they also put enough sex in this that it could have almost been a porn if they had just lengthened out the scenes there's oh. like four separate sex scenes in this movie which is like an insane number they filmed this with the intent of showing it to like showtime and being like oh you yeah. know we could uh extend a couple of these if you want you know and oh yeah spanish showtime was just rock hard during this meeting. Uh, 
we actually to make these sex scenes all the more awkward and uncomfortable the three of us actually watched this together uh having a little watch party over mm-hmm. great distance uh so for once for once Profe- i had to sit through one of these shitty movies and i was able to actually enjoy it profoundly uncomfortable considering that uh there was just long sequences of body transformation fetish and moaning and i had to do that in a disc an open discord channel with my good friends I just how I, everyone I apologized hopes for the moaning okay i don't <laughs> i thought i had muted the mic it was you know uh, it was less disturbing than the rustling which i found both highly enjoyable because i like disturbing i don't i had to, i took a lot of notes and i have no idea where to start with this film <laughs> i, I uh, absolutely could, I know, don't i know we where could to start, start Okay. Do you want to start at like the opening, which is eight separate flashbacks? Well, the, yes. Well, okay. Go ahead. Mike. <laughs> no, Mike. Where where should we start? Well, I just want to start this conversation. Granted, we have started the conversation. If I may be so. That's bold. correct. Yes. But I would hold like, on. Let me check. Let me I, check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Am I recording? Yeah. Yeah. The, okay, the conversation I'm started. Yeah. I'm the, the conversation started. Yeah. 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 Okay. Recording this? Oh no. I th- I want to know this. I want to know this. I lived with Ben for Ben. We've lived together what six years or something like that in our lives. Can confirm. Uh, something like that. And so you and I have watched a lot of you know sexy movies together, just you and me on the couch, and stuff. But is this the sexiest movie you guys have watched on this podcast? I mean, it's definitely Ooh. the most sex crazed movie we've ever watched on the podcast. Okay. What well, Pogues meant to say is yes. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't mean to be. Is this your cup of tea? necessarily but is this like yeah the most sex this yeah the most nudity the most most like uh, sex scenes more se- it was well, very no. sexual throughout you know i think what? no we're barbarella bar yeah barbarella was oh, uh, barbarella uh, ends yeah, yeah, with yeah. her being put in an orgasm machine no it's fair barbarella uh, yeah no that takes a barbarella is barbarella is one long porn uh one long porn build up Ooh, uh, I think carpet ha- mm. I think hardware was was surprisingly sexual at, at a couple junctions. Yeah, um, but that gross pervert who was jerking off. But Faust gave all of them a run for its money because it it dove into at least five or six sex scenes, including one prolonged orgy, and all of those scenes hung around for about ten minutes more than they should have. Yeah, these were like uh, three hundred level sex scenes where they were like very long and overly graphic. Mm, loved it. But- what? what oh sorry i didn't mean to that 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 like excited sound before i say i loved it i didn't mean to make that but okay. oh you said I, I just heard this uh i was like what the <laughs> fuck just happened well in in technology the, the, the pains of recording over uh, a distance uh, uh yeah it was sorry about i have to we have to go over this again because i said what i said was and and hold on for the thing i said mm, loved it <laughs> and didn't ma- it didn't make it less gross mike no no didn't help. oh I, th- I think going back and doing it again may have made it a little worse mm, i'll try again uh no but this movie was definitely like it was made in 2000 we're slowly which is shocking which is insane we are sprinkling in details throughout this whole thing we got going here yeah, there's no uh, structure here. It's just like the film itself. We're going to do a couple of flashbacks here at the beginning so you get ready for that audience. <laughs> do you remember when we started recording? And Let's let's look back to that now. <laughs> pokes, pokes, add the music in here. You know, the, okay. the, the, the wind chimes. The wind chimes. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that's what the past sounds like. Um, the past is way chiller than I remember it being. But this, um, you, you know how when you come into a when you come into like a uh, an opera or a musical, um, there's sort of a an overture in the beginning that sets the musical themes for the rest of the. Uh, yeah, Ben, I, I, I go into a lot of operas. Um, what I'm getting at is is that amazingly, Faust, being the high piece of art that it is, uh, does this very same thing by introducing us with um, System of a Down, with you know, with a with a heavy uh, heavy metal. Yeah, it tells you this movie's not going to be good because this is what we got for a soundtrack. Uh, the Faust soundtrack is fucking nuts. Uh, it uh, uh, it is like uh, it, it is it is. I think um, shit. I had the list. I lost it. Cradle uh, of Filth's on it. Yeah, cradle yeah, of Cradle filth. of Filth. Yeah, it is absolutely every every sort of like late nineties, early two thousands death metal that you could possibly find. But like uh, death metal, you heard on like the radio. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I don't uh, think uh, Cradle of Filth was on the radio. Were they? I don't type, actually. Know. Uh, I don't, maybe I don't know. Machine Head, Cradle of Filth, uh, uh, <laughs> Glass Jaw, Fear Factory. Yeah, it's um. Wait, wait, Glass Jaw's in there? Isn't that like a gla- pop band? No. Oh no, no, they're like sort of a hardcore punk band kind of. Um, okay. This film decided that the every action scene needed to have a, a, a death metal soundtrack well whenever However, he shows up as the devil to kill people there's death metal yeah. yes the rest of the film appeared to be scored with the same song uh that was supposed to be sexy time yeah there is one song that sounds like someone just improvising ooh, ooh, ooh. uh they just sort of like like loops because every now and then it's like a couple more or a couple less ooh, oohs mm-hmm. and then there's just like soft jazz yeah just like soft jazz I think if you closed your eyes, you would think that you had like turned on uh, uh, turned on one of those films that, that comes in late night, but not so late night that they could show nudity. You know what I mean? It felt like you were on an elevator, <laughs> like this does, getting ready to show porn. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I went Mike to underscore my whole life with that song. How much would it cost for you just to follow me around doing that? And it's a good thing they made a custom soundtrack for the sex scenes because, like I said, there are many. Because yeah. at random times, uh, Faust has uh, the, the the character who become Faust has sex with the devil's uh, assistant, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the devil's girlfriend, devil's wife. The devil's girlfriend, wife. Or uh, I'll be honest, I couldn't tell if he actually was the devil. The, yeah, he, he's referred to as M at one point, uh, Mephistopheles, which I believe is a term no, that's for the a, devil that's in a, some capacity. That's one of the in literature. Of the devil, I believe. Now, yeah, it could be used at it. In, I don't know. I don't fucking know. The Bible. No, I just, is a wild I, I just know him as uh, Long Nails Joe Joe Biden. That's a, that's what <laughs> I know him as. Yeah, <laughs> because that would be the best. The best Mullet way for Biden? is 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 a mulleted Joe Biden with uh, acrylic nails. That's that's how I would describe the devil in this film. Yeah, the acrylic nails. Like these were. He was supposed to have like long nails, but instead of like getting a special like makeup to make his nails look long they just went and bought white acrylic nails or like this guy or like like monster effects to give him like talon like nails you know or something yeah, like yeah. that looks they're monstrous just, they look they're just, they, they're just regular like like fashionable nails they're like the ones you you see like in stores where you buy them and they're like stuck to a piece of cardboard and then you just yes. like apply them that's what that was, and I, the whole time because there's so many other like practical effects and weird makeup effects that it's just very jarring that he's just wearing 
ladies press on nails and like just solid white not even they didn't do anything to them it's so weird it's kind of like his hair follicles yeah which is just like this absurd white mullet yeah i looked up since it's quiet i looked up mephistopheles (laughs) i was not gonna say it because our conversation had gone on but i looked up mephistopheles and since now we need this again uh mephistopheles is originally from the faust legend it turns out yes yeah i didn't realize that i thought it was a biblical name or something i thought it were they trying to be true to the source material because i read the source material and i read i read the first couple of issues of faust uh from the it's from the late 80s fyi um it is all in black and white it is very like heavy metal very the crow um what's the most insane thing and this will get us back on track with the movie's narrative is that the sequence in which we see faust which as pokes pointed out during our watch is basically just the the, a repeat of the exact sequence in which creates the crow uh (laughs) it's like hapless protagonist has his girlfriend murdered in front of him uh it 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 opens with that sequence and in faust the comic there's just this two-page splash of two gangsters shooting the J- john J- jepson i think his name is uh the J- john jasper excuse me and they're <laughs> just the screaming thing. they're both screaming uh in one word bubble sex is dirty mm-hmm what and I, and I don't know what that means or what okay. that is <laughs> okay so like this movie oh. definitely had a big theme of sex, and you guys had to hear me talk. I'll yes. try to put this together while you're watching the movie. But so you say that though, so sex is like the point of this comic, apparently. It's definitely a, a, it's definitely like uh, 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 traveling treading heavily on uh, sex and gore. That is its two main themes. Uh, it mentions in this film a lot. He mentions uh, what does it, he keep saying about uh, belief. I guess uh, there's some sort of through line of Something that, but mostly, yeah. mostly the through line is uh, how can we use uh, storylines and dialogue to vaguely string together a variety of of slashing see uh, slashing murder scenes and fucking scenes. That's our job as yeah. the creators of Faust. Well, yes, but what I was getting at is the underlying narrative and theme throughout the film. That seems to be have been prevalent in the comic, as you just mentioned that about the sex, where like sex is dirty. You said right? Yeah, but, that's what he's. So they scream our, as loud as possible. One of our, our one of our protagonists, the the woman in it, is like there's a lot of nudity and promiscuity throughout the film, specifically by women. It's a wonderful portrayal of of women. This film, I will oh, yeah. say, it doesn't. They're, they're given so many roles. It doesn't pass the Bechdel test for sure, but. But like the uh, this main in in contrast to those other women in this film, our protagonist female character is 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 literally the first time you meet her. She's very guarded. She covers herself like she makes this gesture because because John Jasper's hits on her. She like covers herself. Uh, and then it's the cop that hits on her. Is it the cop? It is the cop. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, anyone would do it with the cop. But throughout the film, though. Uh, she becomes less and less clothed until at some point evil takes over from her, takes her over and possesses her where then she becomes literally promiscuous at that point. And she becomes more whatever. And it's this blood. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the, the writer probably was saying in their brain. I don't know. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's or what very... he was saying is he was masturbating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was very sexist and whatever, but, but it was an interesting storyline they literally were visually showing throughout. Now, let's not be too careful in giving praise to the writer because they did use papyrus. No, no, I wasn't giving praise. I said they were <laughs> just, sexist. No, it's I... just messing with you. Oh, okay. I can't on. get over, the, 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 as, as Pogues illustrated, the movie opens with a bewildering labyrinth of flashbacks where we see, we, we vacillate between this guy in uh, uh, the main character, John, John, I just want to call him John Jepson, but it's John Jaspers, <laughs> who's, who's in an insane asylum. And then we get an origin of, why he went insane and then we get an origin of why he almost killed himself and then we get an origin of like how he got his powers from the devil who met him on a bridge and brought his assistant who also tried to fuck him there on the bridge but nope not yet that's gonna come in like two scenes <laughs> uh and then and then provided him with metal metal wolverine claws um uh-huh. is the blessing which, which were oddly wiggly yeah the blessing that the that satan uh, uh or mephistopheles provides upon john uh john here is a pair of Wolverine claws, two 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 claws per hand. Yeah, twice, real X twenty three or whatever. Tw- twice as long, twice as thin. <laughs> a real real wobbly fucking radio antenna claws. Um, but surprisingly, the claws are just like kind of like a precursor to the actual power, which is being a devil man, it, right? Because like I, I don't understand why there's two two phases to it. Because like Spawn, yeah, when he, Spawn, or he's like just a guy, right? He doesn't have like a weird middle phase where he's like Spawn with knife hands. Like I don't mm, understand. I know what it is. I, yeah, I, when he when he first shows up, or when, he, when we first meet him, he's gone into like an embassy or something and killed like an absurd group of diplomats. It was like, a, like, it was a, it was a diplomatic meeting. Okay. Where like one guy is wearing like a North Korean military direct, like suit where it has like eight thousand medals on it, and a bunch of people were dressed like '90s version of what Middle Eastern people look like, and then there was just one Asian guy, and they've all been like completely cut apart for some reason. And he, they when they find him, he looks like a waiter. Like, he's he just looks in, like yeah. he was there as like a waiter, and he's wearing these claws on his arms, and he's killed them. Then we see these in a mental institution. Then there's uh, a flashback to, I don't even remember what else. Then she, the psychiatrist shows up and her big thing is she plays music and somehow that cures people of psychosis. Holy shit, that didn't come back, did it? No. No. Like, like that was supposed to come back. That was obviously the point in the script that was like the point she was going to play music and it mattered. Sorry, I had to jump in there because I know, I at least mentioned while we watched it that it was that had to be part of the movie but it wasn't all right sorry yeah and then uh he hearing a song he remembers his origin which is uh basically the beginning to the crow in which he's like an artist (laughs) painting and some people come in and murder his girlfriend who i guess owed a a drug lord some money i was vague on what exactly was happening unclear yeah uh and then they destroy his apartment while one guy is playing a lute uh and screaming towards the sky i mean yeah, this this film, I, I, this is the, maybe the first time we've done a one of one of these films that's particularly weird, in which I, watching it was like, has more time has passed than I realized because everything that's happening is so strange that I can't look away, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean from from like this like like these gangsters who are like 
lighting the place up and cutting off a nostril and grabbing a loot and screaming like like primal beasts at the sky to to sequences later of like devil transformation and i mean it's just non-stop weird this movie yeah it, and what's it, like the ex it just gets weirder too like you're like all right it's a devil movie where like this person's gonna kill people i'm, I'm with you and then it just becomes like the weird horror body horror stuff and then uh, it's just bizarre it it ends in the fucking temple of doom at some like it just goes yes. all over the place and and boys let me tell you you guys bring me in for fucking trash all the time i don't and... know what you're talking about this is a great film no well that's what i'm getting at this thing is fucking amazing oh uh, good spoiler about my upcoming review uh <laughs> speaking of all over the place uh, the accents uh, appear and then disappear in this movie. The main character appears to to decide to have four of them at different scenes when he's crazy. During, during the flashbacks, he starts out doing, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it. Like uh, his version of, what was his name? Wild or Wild Bill from Silence oh. of the Lambs. What's the name of the guy who's like puts oh. the lotion on the basket? He's doing uh, Buffalo that. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, that's it. Then he does a questionable southern accent. Yeah. Then he just becomes British for a while. And then he just does this accent, which I assume is because his mouth is so wide you could put another person's head inside of it. <laughs> he just, like, is slurring all of his words. It was crazy. And they don't yep. explain why he keeps changing his voice. It, he, I don't think he spoke English natively. Because there was this was filmed in Spain, and, like, there were definitely a bunch of Spanish actors that were speaking english right like the the right hand woman of mephistopheles was spanish for sure she was a spaniard and then like mm-hmm. ah, there was a couple other people i just think it's european there was a russian i'm not a russian a german guy but, I mean, it was definitely spilled it was it was a spanish film so it was made in spain but in english i guess for some yeah but i think they he, had that a guy european is a british cast. actor oh yeah, is that, he really that, yeah he's in that you ever heard that show Poldark? he's in that I'm looking at his IMDb page right now. I didn't. No, know of course. That. But because I was in there, was like, you liar. Ever, I was like, did this guy ever act anything else? He's been in a, another British show called Coronation Street. He oh, does, that's a big he, one. That's a done, huge one. Yeah, he's actually done some uh, like cartoon voice. Like uh, he was like a voice in Star Wars Battlefront, 40K, uh, some movie called Mayhem. Which, which Star Wars Battlefront? Things. Yeah, so he's been in stuff and. He's kept working. I mean, he he's worked like a lot. And he's done a lot of voice work for cartoons. And he was in Law and Order UK. Is so, this the Star know. Wars Battlefront that Ben and I spent an afternoon going to purchase at a mall far away? That yes. might be true. I can't I, I can't discuss that openly. He was Irovith uh, in uh, The Witcher 2 if anybody played that game. Um mm. But yeah, so he's been in stuff. So he kept acting, which is surprising because he's fucking terrible in this. <laughs> yeah, he's weirdly not great. He kind of looks like a like a Willem Dafoe of sorts, and like uh, we said a couple other names. But he's oh, yeah. yeah. Your I think your best was he looks like Jay Moore. Yeah, he does at times look like Jay Moore. Yeah, it's yeah. There was wild. a couple of shots like at one point when you were like Jay Moore, and I looked. I was like kind of looking away for a second. And I looked back and I was like, Oh my god, you're right. He does yeah, look like Jay Moore. He's definitely got a Jay Moore look to him, but he's got that big mouth, like a Defoe mouth or a Jim Carrey mouth. Yeah, I think yes. he's got a real Defoe mouth. He's got like a. Re- he's got, <laughs> 
I'd say it's no, more Ben's like uh, laughing. But if you've what's... seen Wild at Heart, you know what Defoe no, mouth we, is. We know what you're talking. About. I know it. Yeah, I totally got it. I'd say it was more Mick Jagger though. It's just it, a phenomenal like, it expression. From, goes from jawbone to jawbone. Oh, like he yeah. looks like Terrence and Philip in South Park. Like his whole head's gonna come off when he <laughs> he's goes Canadian. to talk. He might. Maybe he's Canadian. Actually, that's a maybe. British territory. It is. Thank you for the history lesson. So I'm here for this was for Mike's histories, 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 histories. Oh wow, you're doing good. Wow. Shit. Uh, what's great is the IMDb when you look at it, like ninety percent of people don't have photos, which is always like a great sign. Oh. That means your agent's too lazy to fucking log into IMDb and put a picture of you up. Yeah. God. Maybe maybe get something other than Faust and I'll get you on IMDb. I'll put up a little fucking headshot. Well, maybe if those agents had watched Faust, they'd be like, oh, this is a fucking gold mine. Let's yeah. get him into a David Lynch film now. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, what's crazy is so that guy kept working, and the dude who plays M is in, like, a shit ton of stuff. He was in Air Force One. He was in another 48 Hours. Yeah, I recognize his face. He's got a very distinct yeah, he's, face. He's, like, in a ton of... Uh, you would recognize him. He's a B character in, like, a lot of movies. Yeah, he's, like, a villain in a lot of shit. Like, if you see him, like, he's in a couple episodes, like, an episode of Law and Order. It's, like, as soon as you see him, you're like, okay, that guy's guilty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um... This film, also at this point, after we're assaulted with flashbacks, uh, all of which get increasingly increasingly more insane, um, we then discover that Spain is horny on Maine. And what I mean by that is that uh, we get the the prolonged sex scene uh, where um, uh, the devil's girlfriend, we'll just continue to refer to her as, uh, uh, mm-hmm. just, just, uh, uh, just, just fucks the protagonist in a shower. And we get to see... I think Pokes and I had this reaction when we saw the Watchmen film and we were like, I shouldn't be able to detect like specific uh, uh, position changes and count strokes during a sex scene. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be so explicit that I have distinct uh, understanding of where everyone's parts are at any given moment. Yeah. Yeah. Although they had a better understanding of how penises and vaginas line up than Watchmen. That's fair. (laughs) That woman is like, 12 inches away from a dick and that like he that guy must have had like a four foot penis anyways the point is it's disturbing and it's like straight up doggy and it's like a really long shot of it yeah and he's just going to the point where while watching it you're almost like i think he's really inside that woman like i think those yeah. two were i think they might be it's like that weird alec baldwin movie he was in with his wife i think it was alec baldwin where they like actually fucked anyways the point is it's gross yeah and absolutely hold on proceeds to <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Let me mute my mic for a second. I, gotta <laughs> I thought it was Alec Baldwin. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, tr- like- I, I tried to Google it, but the first thing that came up was, can Alec Baldwin just fuck off? <laughs> so I don't think that's Whoa. it. Uh, Jesus, Google. Damn. Um, yeah, no, this sequence is... Well, first off, it's, it's one of like seven sex scenes that come up, but also the first of the five that include this woman. Um, she was hired for one explicit... And I mean explicit purchase, uh, uh, purpose in this film, which is to get nude out of whatever outfit she's seen in, which is a different outfit every time she's seen. Do, does anyone check out her IMDb? Like, what's her situation? That woman? I, I don't remember what her character name was. Do you remember yes. what it was? She's a Spanish actress. Uh, her name was uh, Claire uh, in, in, the, uh, yeah, in, the, in the film. It's hard to determine if her career is successful because everything she's done is spanish so i don't know what she on here is though, bro. 
lot, lot, lot of roles. Uh, yeah. Very busy, still working up to this year. Um, she appears to be in the Spanish uh, Spanish show called The Commissioner, so which mm. I assume is like the commish here. You guys remember that Michael Chiklis? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys aren't big Michael Chiklis. No, fans sorry, I'm just sick I'm just ass reference. Down this pile of uh, stuff here. Um, yeah, she's one of the people that doesn't have a photo though, so that's like yeah. that's never a good sign. Anyway, it's different in other countries where she appears at the beginning of this film in a. Would this be a burka? I can't. I can't recall. There's a distinction with the face covering, but doesn't oh, there's... Yeah, she's yeah, basically yeah. wearing like a Middle Eastern hijab, like... maybe. Yeah, hijab. Like, yeah, like she's wearing like a Middle Eastern outfit as if she's like filming uh, a thousand and one Arabian. Nights. Yeah, definitely like... a an era like an era film. Uh, yeah, like well, yeah. it's, it's this got is like gold rings on it and stuff. Guys, I'm having this breakthrough. She shows up in, in like, the hijab or whatever the situation is, but she is the, well, I would say the most promiscuous person we see, but she is covering, the first time you see her, she's very covered, like, extremely. And so... Yeah, but the next time you see her, she takes it off, and you can see all well, of her that's, body. The thing is, here's what I'm saying. I like to find out weird bullshit theories of mine. I guarantee this is fucking what they were thinking. The writer, the director, everyone was trying to do this weird meta, you know, theme and topic <laughs> metaphor and just doing this. It, I guarantee it. It's, it's so like too, it's just too much of it. I love it. I think it's, I, I, you know, I think it's possible. By the way, I did confirm uh, the detectives, the detective's nickname is Hound Dog, by the way. We thought yes! we heard that early on. I just wanted to yes! I just wanted to have that for everybody. Sorry, I tried to get away from the mic while I yelled in excitement. <laughs> um I will say that if this movie does anything that's made explicit in this first like first act is that everything is done at maximum. Everyone is yeah. everyone is doing their a most aggressive acting. Everyone is doing elaborate facial expressions. Everyone yells Everyone is dialing the, the, the delivery up to 100. Um, the sex scenes are graphic and intense and don't cut away. <laughs> and the violence is something. Because the first sort of sequence we get of Faust, which is beyond 30 minutes, by the way. So to be clear, for those that are listeners of the podcast, this movie does not meet our 30-minute origin story rule. It does meet our 30-minute uh, hardcore sex rule, though. Yeah, of course. We've instituted a new rule called 30, 30, 30 minute doggy. <laughs> Which this movie gets flying colors. 3MD, baby! Uh, but we get yes, the suit. The 3MD. <laughs> we get the suit transformation, which sees John having, like, an absolute fuck ton of prosthetics applied to his face. That was a lot yeah. of work. A lot. Yeah, and that suit he's wearing, while stupid looking, it's like. I will say there's a lot of like a lot of practical effects in this movie. Thank God. Oh yeah. That guy yeah. like getting his, his eyes popped out when he gets stabbed through the bottom of his head. Uh, somebody getting his head cut off. It's, it's basically like what Marvel is so cowardly to show with Wolverine. Yeah. You well, cowards. You watch. Logan. No, this is, this is way more graphic than Logan. I don't know. The, that Logan one fight scene had more up gore than the entire thing of, gore, of Logan. The scene where he's like, uh, what's his name? He's like, Professor X is freaking out and he's like killing them all. And Wolverine's just like walking up and slowly stabbing people. That's pretty gruesome. That is pretty yeah, gruesome. Yeah, but did 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 the, the, the schnicks 
uh, come up through the head and then out both eyeballs, uh, skewering them for a nice barbecue? No. I don't, yeah. I, I don't well. know if the schnicks did. <laughs> Isn't that what they're called? We all know it's a, we all know it's a noun and a verb post. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. At least I knew that. Uh, speaking of fucking practical effects, uh, <laughs> there like the gore is the gore is fine, but nothing beats some of the fucking Cthulhu shit this movie chucks in. Yeah. The first of which is when uh, is when John is buried uh, a- a- after he is cursed with the Faust uh, the Faust uh, powers, I guess you call them, and goes on a revenge spree uh, against uh, the woman that uh, yeah. Hold on, I think we need to talk about that. That. He, He's given the Faust powers, uh, and he goes back to kill the people that um, that that wronged him. Now, if you were thinking, uh, like any movie, like The Crow, for instance, that he would have a whole arc as he adjusted to this horrible, dark chapter of his life, and then used, finally came to terms with it and used that power to assassinate those that wronged him, you'd be wrong. He does that in nine minutes. <laughs> he slaughters the people oh, that killed his wife. He's that, it's it's the I think it's the reason he signs his soul over. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, like he, he's like I want revenge, and then instantly is like I got it. But wait, I didn't think about this before. This guy's he signs a soul away right after he's about to jump off a bridge and kill himself. So so that means he got beat up. He, the, the 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 robbers robbed him and beat him up, and then he's like, well, I guess I suck a lot, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. And then and then Mephistopheles comes up and is like. Ah, you want to fuck him up? Here's some metal claws and give me your soul. And then the first thing you ever believe in. Yes, which I, I could not. The belief thing did not make any sense to me because he's like, one day you'll believe in something. He's like, no, I'm a nihilist. And he's like, but one day you'll believe. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I guess the end is he believed in that woman. It was. It, is that what was supposed to I, I'll be honest. I, I did not catch so. most of the plot of this film. It, no, it's. To, the only thing we're given is that me, is that is that is that John John is cursed, uh, so he can earn revenge. A classic storyline. Then he he doesn't want to continue to be this murderous rampage, like see you know uh, see like any devil movie basically uh, you know uh, uh, Ghost Rider whatever, all of those movies. Um, except that makes Mistopheles his villain and who he pursues for the rest of the movie. But yeah, the plot starts to really get confusing at the end because we work in this therapist who we meet in the beginning who's trying to take care of him mm-hmm. who trusts him to a troubling degree because yes. she she yeah. finds him writing strange like demonic hieroglyphs on the wall with his blood and she's just like oh well let me play you some death metal uh and she accepts being kidnapped <laughs> she jumps into his arms after he, she, he slaughtered uh, a variety of police officers on yes, a, on she, a she, she downtown train <laughs> so many cops like not just kill them but like cut their limbs off cut open their faces it's troubling yeah and, and she's like i guess we'll fuck yeah she has a real beauty and the beast moment where she's like oh, i guess i guess you're really beautiful on the inside for some reason yeah tale of all this time tale of yeah. all this time then they have to stop because that's where we're introduced to the disturbing rape story like subplot and yeah then, and then she goes she gets tricked by the cop who turns out to be like either possessed or easily brainwashed and she shows up and is put into like an iron maiden and electrocuted while she's wearing like a no clothing and then Mm. she becomes like a slut i didn't understand that either she was shocked till she came and yeah there was this to bring 
there yeah. there was a sex dungeon and electrocution and flashbacks to a um sort of a sort of a sticky oh yeah the, smooth the, man the, the flashbacks to her being raped in which she refers to the person as the smooth man in which mike i think more accurately described him as a man composed entirely of semen oh his, the, the cum the cum guy yes his face is just like a glob of cum it's disgusting and which which i i don't think is that wild the implication because... is that she was abused by her father but then they yeah. suggest that it was the devil but then they never explain why or what it, it is yeah i was like oh okay it's gonna be that her dad molested her and then they're like it was your dad and then they cut to the scene again and it's the devil and i'm like that's not the same person that we saw in the photo who's her dad so what's going on and then that's i then the movie just moved on and i was like well i guess i'll never know they twin peaks you real hard right there uh spoiler about twin peaks (laughs) spoiler wow thanks a lot man i just started a show from 40 years ago but 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 we gotta talk about a few more practical effects here number one is when faust is being converted into uh or john's being converted into faust and he is being sort of like uh buried and sent to hell yeah um Uh, he's, he's fucked by a, a prop from an Alice Cooper concert. Holy shit. Skeletons that has like really long spider arms. It really actually kind of profoundly upset me. It was just like an upsetting image. Yeah. <laughs> this like spider skeleton man strangling him in the grave. But also the suggestion there is that like, that's what anyone sees if they die and go to hell. It's just, they get strangled mm-hmm. by a skeleton and dragged to hell. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Auto erotic. Well, I guess you shouldn't have gone to hell then. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they've been pretty clear historically. Hell's not great. I mean, I don't know if you guys have tried to come while you're uh, choking, but uh sounds like heaven to me. Yeah, I was going to say, I, that's what I was, when we were watching, I was going to be like, is this is this a skeleton autoerotic asphyxiating uh, <laughs> Faust as he goes to hell? Like, it sure I'll send seems you to like heaven it. before I send you to hell. Yeah, yeah. But there's a practical effect that I think stuck with these three viewers more than the skeleton. I would say. Oh, I'm sure you're talking about one of the other like amazing practical effects. Certainly not the most disturbing oh, thing yeah. I've seen in cinema. Is that what I'm referring to? I think it might be. Um, Mike, could you help the audience understand what happens when Mephist- Mephistopheles is upset with his subject? Is his possible wife? Girlfriend? Uh, uh... The infl- you're not so you're not talking about the hand carving. I'm talking about the inflation, Michael. Oh, yeah, he's, he's talking about basically hentai. This the, the movie. This is screaming Mad George, fucking classic style because he is like this wild, amazing, eighties, nineties into the two thousands practical effects, gore artist, body melt gore artist, from Japan, and he is just. Fuck, man. His, even his art installations are this kind of shit. And what happens in this is uh, uh, Mephistopheles is upset with his his uh, right-hand lady. And, and, it's, and I think he's he's implementing – not implementing. What's the right word? Um, he, he's inferring, I guess, that she – is too sexy because she's like gonna fuck this guy who just watched his best friends die. No, and so I, yeah. I think yeah. The problem is, is she makes a comment after she fucks and kills this guy, and the devil or M says, you know, you shouldn't be drinking his blood or whatever. She like is sort of like, 
Is well, that why he got mad? Well, no. Then she says something about Faust is going to come and kill him. That he's going to come kill uh, M. And there's nothing he can do. And he fucked up. And she sort of laughs about it. And so he basically... And she's like, I'm going to... Like, I'll be his woman or something. And so his revenge is... He suddenly starts making her orgasm. <laughs> which is upsetting. No, that's not how it starts. Well, yeah, because she starts, like, moaning. And then she oh. pulls her clothes off. And then all okay. of a sudden, her breasts get... Like, Anna Nicole Smith, like, gross big. Well, they become and, real heavers. Yeah, thank you. What a callback. That's a treat right there. Hey, I'm a guest who actually listens to the goddamn show. That, that t-shirt's still available on uh, my Tee Public. Uh, oh, the one that says, I'm a guest who actually listens to the goddamn show? Well, no, it, the one that says, with a nice drawing of me that's beautiful. New shirt. I, I do <laughs> like that new shirt that you just put up that is a V uh, hey, saying. Sure, Mike, I'll get right on that for the one shirt I'll sell to you. Uh, hey. Maybe. What? <laughs> I guess it is maybe. one sale. Uh, he, um, so she gets big boobs and then they pan down and her legs are like covered in lady gravy. (laughs) Yeah. uh, yeah, Come. Yeah. yeah, She's, she's juicing it up. I know. She's creaming. Pokes tried to dodge the the crude term, but I think found a cruder term. I think it was worse. Lady gravy? (laughs) I think it's worse. Significantly worse. I don't think so. I think I think that's the parlance of the time. Well, that Lady Gravy. Yeah. Oh, that was on like a famous. I was. Friends. I was more concerned as the character as she began to transform uh, and and uh, <clears throat> uh, different parts of her body began to to take on a greater shape. Uh, I was more concerned with the just the just the just the the the, the stickiness of mm-hmm. the, the, of yeah, the special so effects. She, so she's covered in Lady Gravy. There's a shot of her like bending over, and her ass gets gigantic. And if you want, if you're curious, and you don't want to watch the movie for some reason, that's the photo that's associated with this movie on IMDb. There's like six photos, and one of them's just of this woman's like. Makes fake a ass. lot of sense. Yeah, you know, at the time I thought it was gross when I saw it when we did the mini episode. Now I'm like, yeah, you got to put that out right on like Front yeah. Street. She then becomes just a gigantic ass with no legs and no arms. Her arms become like little noodles, and her face is just in between. Like where her ass cheeks end, and the cleavage of her gigantic it. boobs, and then she starts yeah. melting into that. And he's, mm-hmm. and this is a scene that goes on for like five and a half minutes. It's so long and real gross. And the whole I mean, time she's just so moist. That's well. That's what they spent the money on, right? Yeah. Like that's the big effect of the film. That guy so. is probably like lauded as like the king of japan you know just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some some guy making hentai saw that and was like he's best at us we'll never be able to beat him yeah well i mean you know maybe i mean god i've seen a documentary about him it's been a minute so i don't remember all the things but it's a lot of weird fucking body horror sculptures and oh yeah, yeah. Shit, it's man. definitely just really bizarre and then that scene just wraps up and that lady's back to being his right hand man which i feel yeah like that's the, the devil. that's the strangest thing is that this woman isn't the protagonist her 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 story isn't necessarily relevant then but we spent a lot of time with the villain and her and his assistant as he like punishes her for various things and that doesn't actually mean much i guess i guess i guess it provides the content right. for her betrayal later in the movie 
Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, we have to have her in there for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, she does betray him at the end, and she, in the end, is the ultimate antagonist. Uh, yeah, I guess, sort of. Maybe? I'll be honest. I didn't exactly understand, again, what happened at the end, because she... She, she kills. poisoned him. Yeah, she, she gets kills Mephistopheles. So Meph, uh, yeah, well, he's just M. Let's not assume that this is a direct reference to Faust. It's not like his name's in the title. <laughs> uh, no, but so he has this doctor who apparently runs the psychiatric ward for criminals, but isn't a psychiatrist or a police officer. He's like a regular doctor, like a or a scientist who can who do chemistry for the devils. Who can do chemistry? We learn. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. specific chemistry. Chemistry needed to keep the devil's body from, like, eroding while it's on Earth. And so he yeah. gives him some poison that's going to kill him. And then he kills the doctor by, like, eating his face. He basically gets, like, testicles on his face. And then he bites the doctor's throat and dies. Mm. And then the woman walks in and shoots him in the head with a shotgun. And then she takes the, the real psychiatrist, who's, you know, rock music psychiatrist puts her in a metal cage and makes her orgasm via an electric shock. And then the devil just comes back. M's just fine. They don't really explain how or why. And uh, that's just it. I I could not figure out. I think they just wanted to have a scene where they put that woman in a cage and made her orgasm. And they were just like, how are we going to get there? Yeah. You have the prop you got to do. Because we come to an aggressive stop and and you mentioned a uh you mentioned a a a deleted post credit sequence which hints at a at a furtheration or a, a, a further development of the faust plot line the faustiverse if you will yes mm-hmm. the famous um but no the movie comes to a fucking whiplash stop oh at, yeah at this like... orgy where it's we're just we're watching this orgy there's some sort of deal with the devil made, which again, people haven't learned. It doesn't work very well. Um, in which I guess the deal is that Faust doesn't want to murder as John doesn't want to be the, the murdering Faust anymore, but he will accept dying <laughs> as an alternative. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a character who like buyer's remorse sets in instantly. Like he, he's like, I'll sell my soul to the devil. I just stabbed three people who killed my girlfriend. Ah, oh, I shouldn't have done any of this. I feel bad. Like he, his downward turn on his decision to sell his, like he sells his soul as if like somebody's like, can I get a stick of gum? And he's just like, yeah, here you go. Just, then, just grabs the dagger off the counter. Just grabs the dagger out of the dagger jar and just cuts his arm. Just like, take everything. Yeah, I mean, just instantly gives up on like, and then within seconds is like, oh. I shouldn't have sold my soul. That's I, I needed that. That's you're supposed to keep that. It's so yeah. weird, and it is like the the movie starts and you're like, oh, this is gonna be like the crow. He's gonna spend the rest of the movie like working for the devil, killing bad guys or something, blah blah blah, and he's gonna get his revenge. He it's like the crow movie is four minutes long because he just instantly shows up where these people are and just stabs them all, and then it appears as those people worked for the devil. So then I couldn't figure out if it was supposed to be M that set the whole thing up. And if there was a reason, because they didn't seem to address it, as if John Jaspers had some sort of special ability that made him really important to become a devil. I just felt like there was a lot of stuff missing. So they, they could fit in us watching five minutes of a woman's boobs inflate. Yeah, I mean, looks pretty good, though. <laughs> 
Well, okay. if we're going to talk about effects that look good, let's talk about the real the real powerhouse of this movie, which is um, the homunculus at the end of the film. Oh, yes! yes which I, I still say is not a homunculus, but whatever. S- uh, summoned, summoned by the orgy, the sacrifice of the devil's girlfriend... And I guess uh, a guy deep snow, a guy deep throating a python. Yeah, uh, is this insane sequence? Yeah, which is like what's weird is like this is a sequence in which any other director would be like, all right, we want the the hero to come in while they're doing some devil worshipy stuff. So we'll have like a few scenes of people kind of like you know drinking blood or like uh, having sort of you know hedonistic sex and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll we'll get moving on the plot, but not not Yuzna, not Brian. <laughs> Brian's like, all right. The next half hour is going to be an orgy. Then yeah, the protagonist will show up. <laughs> and it's like the orgy from like when they, they do that flashback in Event Horizon where everybody's like fucking and just cutting people's throats open. Yes. They, half of the people participating are murdered. I was like, why would you come to this devil orgy if you thought there was like a 50-50 chance you were going to be split open? But yeah. I also could not understand. They pull a snake out of the devil's girlfriend out of m's girlfriend she is sacrificed on like a crucifixion i don't know what to call the that, that x shape <laughs> i mean technically that's a cross peter's it's a cross, cross. peter's cross peter's was just upside down but it was probably an x the flayed uh, man yeah yeah so she they pull out a snake and then the cop who has just become a bad guy i can't exactly i don't understand why swallows the snake and then falls over showing all of his undercarriage Oh, the gooch. And then, I think, dies? Yes, I think his body is then the material to form uh, a sort of like a... Yeah, the homunculus. Uh, like, a, Which... like, like a dune sandworm emerges with a smaller dune sandworm inside of its mouth and an even Which smaller dune <laughs> sandworm inside of its mouth. It was a it was a three peat there. You guys don't yeah, see it yeah. coming. You're like, ooh, worm out of worm mouth. Interesting. Worm out of worm mouth out of worm mouth. Oh. And, then, and then if you thought three worm mouths was some sort of interesting take the movie was going to take, you weren't ready for the 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 pent, the, 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 the penta, pentagram laser head that that that, that emerges <laughs> and begins to set fire to the orgy. So just to and be just to be clear, if you're trying to picture it, a worm monster with a satanic laser head set fire to a milky orgy. I just want to get that out there yeah. so everyone understands what we're talking about. Okay. It was it was absurd. And I guess I, I saw on IMDb that the homunculus in the comics is actually like a werewolf. Well. It's like some sort of like demon monster. But, they wanted to do something else. But Brian Yusen is like, hmm, no, not enough milky skin. <laughs> I, can just, I, I, I have to do something else with that. I guess they said, too, that... Um, they created uh, this worm monster, and he really liked it with another special effects make like art makeup artist. And then oh. when it came time to build it like bigger size, he didn't like it, and so he just fired that guy and brought in whatever his name is, Crazy Joe. Oh, mad screaming, mad George. There it is. So yeah, so they had a different guy who built a worm, and then was like, "No, nah, I don't like this worm. Bring me in that crazy guy, and tell him I also want some." tiggle bitties to show up somewhere yeah well they've worked a lot together yanza and uh, or yesna sorry and uh screaming mad have worked on a bunch of movies together they're they do a lot of good body horror yeah, shit. And they're all creepy apparently they're yeah no i can't deny that but society's very good 
You say that, but Ben wouldn't, couldn't even show me a clip of it because he felt bad sending oh, spoilers. it to me. Spoilers! Yeah, it is the finale. I don't want to ruin your your eventual experience watching society. Uh, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> we'll watch it together, Pogues. We'll watch it together. For my oh, birthday. there is something that we I did skip over okay. in my notes that I didn't want to miss, is that when we are visiting the devil, which is where the devil's mansion is where we spend pretty much the entirety of the finale of this film, also, the Devil's Mansion has, like, this weird statue that's, like, a devil fucking another devil with, like, its wings out stabbing it. And multiple times, people who don't know he's the devil walk in and don't react to the statue. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so weird. Like, you would walk into a room and see that statue and not be like... The best oh. the, the best backstory the devil gets is that we pan across one of his end tables to see the various fo- framed photos of people that he's worked with. Yes. Yes. And 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 they go in this order. It is Hitler, Princess Di, Mother Teresa, and FDR. Oh, yeah. What's funny to me about that is that you, I like the idea of sneaking in like a funny one, but you'd think you'd put a bunch of like evil dictators up there and then like sneak in a Mother Teresa as like a lark. But it's just it's one very evil man <laughs> followed yes. by three. Yeah. <laughs> one universally reviled and hated man for being so evil and then followed by like, <laughs> three a, like a woman a, a humanitarian who was like i want kids to stop blowing up on landmines like her worst thing was maybe she cheated on her husband um yeah um, but other Teresa had some issues but like you know she was fdr not frequently put on people's shit lists <laughs> Yeah, kind of, kind of weird that. Like, uh, I guess he had the devil's legs. He so, did. Yeah, that's true. He had. That's what they used to call polio. <laughs> the devil, the old devil eggs. I, it's just like it was so absurd, and then it, in my mind too, I was like, "This is 2000. You couldn't think of any other famous evil person. Like, I know. And, like he couldn't. You couldn't have him with like a picture of him with Stalin, or like." Saddam Hussein, uh, or like yeah, Saddam. Just like, the guy, like a, the guy from Smash Mouth, yeah, anywhere, any yes. obvious evil person, yeah, that that would have been amazing if it was just him and like at, at like the fucking All Star tour. Somebody <laughs> once told me, I mean, the devil <laughs> once told me the world. Uh, he he really wasn't the sharpest tool in the shit. <laughs> Speaking of sharp tools, though, uh, apparently that's all you need to stop uh, the invasion of hell. Because as as this worm, satanic worm monster, rises from this pit in which it gone through immense effort to be uh, to be summoned through uh, a, a, an immense amount of human sacrifice, um, the lead character Faust, the titular Faust, um, leaps into the mm-hmm. air and stabs it just somewhere around the head, in which in the pentagram in the pentagram which kills that's it that's what does it defeating it forever yeah uh now i knew he had to stab it in the pentagram because uh i played doom so i knew this <laughs> that was his weak yeah. point that you had to yeah. shoot for bonus damage but i was surprised that that was the end of the boss fight because the, the, <laughs> the worm creature seemed like an elaborate prop <laughs> to not use well, for longer <laughs> here's the thing is i think that worm creature was smaller than a human like the actual model sure because there's there's a shot where the worm creature is like like trying to like move towards Faust to attack him and Faust is just like literally like jumping and like kicking his legs and like swinging his arms like trying to hit it and he's nowhere I was, it's just like the least heroic looking I feel like when a little kid jumps and their legs like splay out for some reason 
that's what he was doing it was like the most absurd li- and he would just like wave his arms with his fucking shitty claws oh it was terrible uh it's terrible but i couldn't look away that was the thing about this whole movie is 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 every even there, there's obviously like weird dialogue but it doesn't go on too long it doesn't like because dra- that's the problem well, it's, with- it's also though like some of it is great like what was the one uh oh the one line that was uh god is a joke inside uh inside of a nightmare is that what it was yes yes god <laughs> no, is a, joke god inside is a, of a dream nightmare. inside no it was dream dr- dr- oh was it joke maybe uh, it was god is a dream inside of a nightmare Something i like think that. it was god is a dream inside there of was nightmare. also another one that was absurd then there was like the there was a line one time where he was he asked his girlfriend in like a like a wistful way like do you believe in anything as if like he's like oh, do you believe in anything <laughs> i sure do like tacos it was just like such a like a weird and like so the the over-the-top dialogue and then mike asked like this had to be taken word from word from the comic because it was like so angsty and like artsy that you would try to put written out mm-hmm. and i don't know who if it was the direct if it was the writers of the comic but the dialogue was so absurd it was it was enjoyable Oh, absolutely. I will actually say my biggest complaint with this movie is there was like all the weird sex stuff I don't want. I wanted more of the absurd him cutting people apart and like weird makeup of him stabbing them in the head. It did like, seem. That was the part that I enjoyed, but there was like one. That was like the. That seemed the prime concept of the film. Like he's, he's, he's turned into like Spawn. He's this like immortal killing machine, but also what he does is grisly and horrible thus leading to a tortured existence but we don't get him doing it he gets vengeance he kills he some kills, people in he kills, yeah there's like one fight scene which is amazing and then he kills people in the alley that are attacking that, the, yeah, the therapist and then we're just sort of like done with that part of the movie and we're just gonna watch a bunch of weird rapey shit for a while yeah like a lot yeah, of rapey well, shit i well it, this can't be a surprise and this may not be true but i would bet money that the person who wrote the comic in what the 80s right? yes the 80s uh, 87 comic? yeah so you know some dude was like i'm gonna write this story about how i think sex is and and like some really sexist kind of like whatever oh, comic. Yes, yeah and then but he's gonna put a bunch of cool gore in it because that's what you do right like there's no way this isn't what that was oh no and if you google faust comic like the first like uh, in the first like four google image results there's like a penis monster and then there's like a guy cutting a person open while there's just like a naked woman screaming this is definitely a a correct and accurate adaptation of the comic which is basically like heavy metal you know like that comic that was made into the film yeah yeah Yeah. this is that it's all sex and violence in in faust the the very lesser known comic but I, i just like you you mix this bizarre like take on morality and sex and violence and then you just inject Brian Yuzna's body horror. I I, I really yeah. want to know like how this project came together. Like did did he read these oh, did he yeah. read these comics and want to do this? Did some other unrelated person at like this this film studio want to make this movie and just like happen to get this guy involved in it? Yeah, that's I, I was really bummed because I went to read the trivia and I was hoping there was going to be more trivia about like you know this guy was really you know in love with it because apparently they tried to make it four years earlier with uh, one of Yuzna's uh, collaborators. What did I forget his name? Something Gordon. Uh, Stuart yeah, Gordon. Stuart Gordon. And he was originally supposed to direct it. And then they were just like, that project didn't happen. And I was like, what? I just like, I really would love to know who came to the studio and like why they went to Spain. 
because the comics in English, at least from what I, at least the images I saw, they're all in English. So yeah. I assume the I, comic was must have been a production thing. Yeah. So it's just like must have been production. But like you just wonder, like why was Spain like you know a comic book movie we should make? <laughs> the... Well, I mean, I think Spain was getting into shit at that point. Like Italy was way into stuff in the eighties and nineties, and I bet you Spain was starting to. Do yeah, I, and I guess too the company that made this movie, which was. Uh, fantastic factory was their attempt to build oh, yeah. a like a horror film studio company in spain like they were just going to make english language horror films in spain and they lasted for five years before they went bankrupt well at least they got one banger out <laughs> yeah they, they definitely... well they did a sequel to reanimator Oh, they did. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, Bride of the Rain Manor. I, I okay. forget which, well, I forget which one it said they did, but um, yeah. So they. Well, that's all Yuzna though. So like, I wonder. Yeah, I, I think how it's just like all Yuzna of his works. Yeah. It might have been his fucking company, like offshore, right? Like it could have been. Yeah. Get, he found a partner in Spain or something, maybe. Yeah, but holy shit, it's just uh, really bizarre. And what's crazy is the the comic actually is has like six graphic novels there's love of the damned 777 the wrath darkness and collision communion book of m sigha's talons and claire's lust i assume those aren't just individual issues because that would be insane but yeah it's i don't know it's just so weird well uh, I, I think we've, all, we, we've sort of said it now a couple of times, but in regards to whether or not you'd recommend people watch this movie, let's say that in the context of how we watched it as a group, uh, is it something you'd recommend? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, 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 I would say watching it with you guys. I like. I don't know if I had watched this by myself. No, I would have been. I, th- I think watching like all the weird, gross sex stuff and the like kind of boring parts, I would have tuned out, but. Watching it with you guys was like a ton of fun. It, it this is like a perfect Agreed. bad movie night. There is the it's what you want where everyone is dialed it up to eleven. Every scene has something strange, whether it's dialogue or body horror or or or, or, or overly graphic sex. This movie is like <laughs> scene by scene, fucking bonkers. I I oh, yeah, and, and the guy who plays I don't know whoever the lead character was. Holy shit, Mark Frost is his name. Yes, he yeah. is like. Nicholas Cage crazy level acting like just over the top like just starting to yell for no reason his eyebrows I said like they deserve like a best supporting actor Oscar because his <laughs> eyebrows and like forehead are constantly in motion to the point where they could have been animatronics yes. made by uh, Crazy George <laughs> yeah I, I def- definitely a thumbs up recommendation from me and we are the uh the snarkiest of podcast hosts so that's a that's, that's quite that's quite mm-hmm. a saying yeah i i recommend if, if you if you don't mind excessive nudity like the violence isn't even that bad i don't think but like if you don't if you can get by some weird sex stuff definitely watch it with a group of friends over discord so you can't tell that mike's masturbating for most of it oh i was gonna say like i didn't think the sex stuff was that graphic it was well i just like to give i like <laughs> to I... give that warning just in case a person turns no, it on fair. and like 10 minutes in they're like watching it with their girlfriend she's like why are you making us watch this oh she should be oh yeah good choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want if you date a woman who you put on Foss and she's like oh my god i love this movie get the fuck out of that house as quick as you no! can no no 
you hug her and hold her tight and say she's the best. <laughs> well, uh, with that, I think uh, with that we can just simply just take ourselves out uh, by sharing what we all plan to do for red giving. Oh well, my favorite red giving tradition <laughs> is when you drink the blood from a turkey. <laughs> Yes, I call the the neck. I call the turkey neck to funnel it down like a, a blood bomb. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> folks, folks, can we end on can we end on blood bomb? <laughs>